song, man. We are tonight's entertainment. Oh, yes, we are. Let's get it going. I want to hear some good music. Let's pump it out. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Big L, Ebonics, baby. They don't make them like this anymore. I love it. I love it. All right. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. We got a super crew in the house live back in action after watching 18 weeks of wacky, weird, wonderful, what the F moments with wishful wonders wandering around our wild, whopping brains feeling woozy, but also watchful as the third and three podcast gets you into Wild Card Weekend and prepare you for a world full of football and fun. And all the who's, what's, where's, and why's. The 33 Podcast proudly presented by the Sports Column and our own website, 33 Podcast, baby. Get to it, 33podcast.com, verbing in some excellent reviews, good feedback from fans and friends. And none of that would be possible without my partners, Tricky Nikki Gist in the house, the native, noble, sometimes nasty boss, but here she is. <laughs> nasty boss, New Jersey native. That's right. We know what the Jersey bird is, right? Yeah, as you guys sent me for the weather this week. <laughs> I like that, D. That was good, man. That was excellent. Where'd that come from? I don't know, but that was perfect. D. Our humble, honest, and headstrong coach in the house. What's going on, baby? Another great Wednesday night. So much to get into. Can't you just smell it? Yeah. Can't you just feel yeah. it? It's the there. playoffs are in the atmosphere. You it's just amazing. can still <laughs> just can feel it. You can smell it. It's a natural high. Yeah. Football fans from playoff football. I'm so excited. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. Third and three has got you covered all the way. We're going super wild what car weekend. We got a whole bunch of other action over here. And uh, I can't wait to. What's up? What do you got? Oh, what is this? Oh, there's a 49. Look at that. 49. <laughs> one of the playoffs. Thank you. What's this? That is so funny right now. <laughs> wait a second. Funny. It's. Who Jerry Rice signed this ball? Jerry Rice. Wait, who's over? What is going on? I'll take an Eli Manning jersey. Whoever's over there. Thanks. I feel like it's Christmas again. Is I got it? A Montana signed picture. Wow, I feel like it's like Christmas or something. Wow, right? it's your birthday. You got more? <laughs> There's more. Oh, a hat. I definitely can. I mean, you know, can always use a hat, right? I'm put that on. Can really use a hat. <laughs> I don't know if it fits my head yet. I got to try it on and. Oh, job! this is beautiful. Look, hey, how about that, huh? 49ers going to the playoffs, baby. Look, my name is even embroidered on the back. Oh, my God. Is <laughs> what is going on? Best man today. Best man always back in 9-4-2011. San Francisco 49er Cup. Man, another Niners show. Oh, you know, look, Nikki, there's something for you here, actually. Oh, is there? Yeah. No, for real. Look at this. Oh my God! What Wait, is this what? box of good? Where did this come from? Some, somebody delivered you a box of goodness, like I, it's crazy. I'm D. I don't know if you got any. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, did you get any? Do you have anything? This, this is. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, I love you being in the jokes. playoffs. Oh, oh. I got some jokes today. I love being in the playoffs. I'm sorry. 
Oh, after, yes. You got the bragging rights. You're damn right <laughs> I do. I feel good, man. I was scared to death. 17 nothing. Oh, my God, man. I'm like, there's no way Jimmy G's coming back. But you got to remember, we got Debo Samuel, maybe the best player in freaking football. That's something we could talk about a little bit later. But we got so much to get to. We'll get our records out of the way because week 18, which never existed before. Usually week 17 is where you go like 500. Uh, Nikki, 7-9, and single-ingalock. Damien, you went 9-7. and I went 9-7 and too, but you triple-lock, man. I only double-lock. So the week 18, the last week of the regular season belongs to you, my friend. That's a good way to end the season uh, outside of my Saints getting screwed out of a playoff spot. Uh, But it was a good way to end the season knowing that I picked some good picks. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I know you were feeling it too. You like watching like, holy shit, we are winning this game and the Niners are losing. And I know my partner is freaking out right now. He ain't feeling good. So, but damn. All right. All right. It's, it's just another year, man. It's another year. So that's what happens. So don't forget your presence. So it's coming next year. There you go. All right. So let's start this stuff off, man. Um, we got to do some, you know, takeaways from uh, last week and even the season. We got our bragging rights, freaky fantasy football draft, but mainly we are covering the playoff picture today. First round Super Wild Card weekend, but we're going to start with what we took away from week 18 and overall in the season, if we'd like. And I would love it, Damien, if you would start us off. Oh, man. So my my takeaway from week 18 my takeaway from week 18 is that I would rather lose being too aggressive compared to being too conservative. Uh, we've done a lot of talking this year about coaches being too aggressive. John Harbaugh going for two. Brandon Staley going for it on crazy fourth downs, including inside his own 20-yard line. <laughs> so we, we've seen coaches be too aggressive. But I would rather lose that way than go out like a bitch. Mm. That's how I think the Rams went out. I think the Rams went out like a biatch. The second half of the game, okay. Okay. the 49ers just ran it down their throat, didn't get, and they had not, no answer for it. Then they finally scored. They go up 24 to 17, less than two minutes left. They stopped the 49ers, forced them to punt on fourth and 18, less than two minutes left. They need one first down. One first down. And this game is over. They run it three straight times. They take maybe 10 seconds off the clock. <laughs> like, they, like, 49ers use their timeouts. They put yep. it back to the 49ers. And they play the softest zone I've ever seen in my life. Jimmy Garoppolo has never looked that good. Yeah, he just passing the ball over the field. People are wide open. The touchdown pass. The dude just walked into the end zone. Like he was, there was no one there to make it hard at all. The Rams went out like some suckers, causing the Saints a playoff position in the, in the process. But I would rather lose being too aggressive than too conservative. But I do think somebody out there can do this and still this idea if they want. I think they should make a chart for coaches from conservative to aggressive. And the middle ground is where the best coaches would be. That would be like a green zone of how they know how to balance being conservative versus being aggressive. I like it. Of course, the most aggressive would be Brandon Staley, John Harbaugh, but most conservative would probably be McVay, um, maybe a Bill Belichick, even though he's had his aggressive moments in the past. But in the middle, 
is where you need to be. Mm. But I would rather lose being too aggressive than go out like a biatch like the Rams did, being too conservative. All right. All right. All right. Yes. All right. I mean, there's something to be said. There. There's something to be said for halftime adjustments now, all right? We want to give a shout-out first to our peeps. You know, Courtney, what's up, yes. man? What We're talking. What up, Chris? What's up, Manny? Uh, hopefully, I got all you guys in there, man. Yeah, we're going to be going through topics. We need you. And, D, you know what? I understand what you're saying, but they needed and wanted to win that game. What happened is the 49ers made excellent halftime adjustments and they ran the ball down their freaking throat. I understand what you're saying because you're definitely bitter, and I would be too if I were you, man. It would suck. <laughs> I ain't lying. No, I mean, it sucks. It really does. Uh, but look, the 49ers, yeah, the 49ers do definitely get credit for making the adjustments and being the more physical team for sure. Well, now, he's got the Rams yeah. gave that game away. You know, like that last sequence that I mentioned. One first down, you just run it three straight times. Then you play the softest zone in the history of man to let them just go down the field and, and tie it to go to overtime. And then in overtime, Nikki's man, Matthew Stafford, out here just throwing interceptions. Well, <laughs> that's what he does. That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, I, I I hear you with the last possession and everything and playing it conservative. Yeah. I'm not, you know, you get a first down, you win the game. So I'm with you. But yeah. Damn, Matthew Stafford, you can't be throwing interceptions like that. I mean, the last one, totally underthrown. And the other one, it was in double coverage. And he's been doing this now for a few weeks, Nikki. That ain't good. Not for the Rams coming up against the Cardinals, which we're going to talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no? I just I'm feeling the saltiness from you guys, mostly down from my lower screen here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what though? I have no sympathy for either one of you because both your teams just played like a meaningful game in it's January. Yeah, I'm all messed up with this extra week. So like you could be Giants fans and your shit could have been done by week two. So yeah, true. True, very true. <laughs> yep. Now Joe Judge is out. <laughs> finally, Nikki, I guess your phone calls, you know, finally worked. Yes, Another John Mayer heard me. Out. Yes, he took no. my call today. Yes. Not only that, he said it was, he, he's never been more embarrassed in his life owning this team. Never been. That's what he said. Right. He he be. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he should be. It's it's a damn shame. I mean, for goodness sake. All right. Uh, Nikki, what do you got? What are you taking away? Uh, for this week, where are we doing the season? Either one you want. This is All our right. show. We do whatever the hell we want. That's right. We do. Um, no, my takeaway for the week, and I'm going to give Jacksonville a little bit of love because nobody does. So I want to give them a little bit of credit. Their front four was pretty dominant, and they ran circles around Indy. So yeah. I'm going to say I'm not going to, like, make them my noisemaker prediction, but if they get the right coach in there and they can coach up this defense and get this offense going, I do think they're really going to turn it around fairly quickly because that defense does have talent. And we did get to see some of that on Sunday. Well, I'll tell you what, look, you get a quarterback that doesn't cost you much. You put good players around him, but it's which coach is really going to want to go there. And if whatever coach does D, it's going to cost them. They're going to have to pay a lot of money to somebody to go coach that team. They're going to have to. Yeah, but it is one of the more appeasing situations. Compared to the Giants or Miami, you got to look at Jacksonville and be like, okay, they do have a franchise quarterback in place, you know, in in theory, in Trevor Lawrence, and you do have talent on that defense. Nikki, are you saying that Jacksonville next year might take a Quantum! I don't know if she's going that far already. 
yeah, yeah, been able to, yeah. maybe leaps and bounds. <laughs> leaps and bounds. <laughs> All right. Like, you know, maybe like five wins or something. Yeah, like three yards at a time or something like that. <laughs> like a baby leap, yes. All right, little tiny little things. All right, I'll kind of wrap mine up, and I'm going to finish it with shit I've been saying all year. Look, honestly, he's not going to get fired, but Brandon Staley should be fired. He is the reason the Los Angeles Chargers are not in the playoffs. They have talent all over the place. Again, what he did against the Raiders in the finale in order to win the game, and again, your team is more talented, you're better. Going for it on fourth down in the first quarter on your own, what, 18-yard line or wherever the hell they were? What are you doing? You don't do that. Again, no trust in defense, again, is what things I take from him. And then calling the timeout, giving Carlson a chance to knock him out the playoffs. And you know what? The Raiders are happy with that. They're saying, screw it. You know, they would have knelt on the ball, which I would have hated, and it would have made me sick, and that we would have had a big conversation about that today. Like, you can't do that. But you know what? It went, it went the Raiders' way, and the reason why the Chargers are not in the playoffs and have a better record is because of Brandon Staley. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold fucking said so. I don't know. That's all I can say. <laughs> and nah, you, you've been ahead, on yeah. it all year. Yeah, you've been on it all year, Jay, and that game definitely personified why you felt that way. Even Long you text me, man. You were blown yeah. away. Yeah. 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 Now, when he went for it, I was like, yo, I guess <laughs> – you're like, even in Madden, you'd be like, I'm a little too far back. Let me punt the ball. <laughs> like, this, like this, it was crazy when he went for it. And then with the time out, his reasoning was that he wanted to bring in the right personnel against the run. But right. to make it obvious that you're bringing in the right personnel to stop the run up the middle, what do they do? Run to the outside. Mm. So even the rationale behind the timeout is faulty so mm. yes i'm all the way with you jay he yeah. like i think he's a talented guy but you're right just way too just i guess overconfident and Cocky. doesn't know how yeah it doesn't know when to like fold him like you got no one to fold him and he just yeah. doesn't yeah. he just has to go all in all the time i mean they'll definitely give him another shot there's no doubt because i mean these are correctable things you know because yeah. these are you know it's shit that you learn from there's no doubt but um, yeah, there's no good call for that Stanley timeout. I'm with we're all with you, Courtney. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. And I've been on on Stanley all year long. Uh, unless he starts making the right decisions, he's not the right guy. I don't believe he's the right guy. I tell you what, they bring in Brian Flores, who got the only reason why he got uh, fired was because he didn't see eye to eye with Chris Greer, and he wanted Watson. They wanted Tua, and a whole lot went into it. So it had nothing to do with coaching. But mm-hmm. Brian Flores, damn, whoever gets him is going to be in really good shape. I'll tell you that right now, for sure. For sure. My my coach of the year, man. But there you go. Yeah, Courtney, decisions like that will get you fired. And um, I just want to congratulate just the fact that they got in before I throw it back to you, Nikki, is that Big Ben and Tomlin somehow got in. I'm not going to go through like the whole thing, but you know what? It's cool. We all saw him in his last uh, Monday night home game crying, you know, basically, you know, choking up tears and everything, guys. And then, you know, for them to get in the way that they did, you know, I don't really, they got in. They did what they had to do. And you know what? Ties, I guess, really make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they got in. Tomlin is amazing. Like, that's something that, you know, he is. Be, able, be able to keep this team somehow winning. I don't get it. They're not good. Like, defensively, they're not that good. Offensively, they're not that good. <laughs> like, they just – but somehow they keep winning games and finding ways to get in the playoffs. This one was really lucky getting into the playoffs this year. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's remarkable, man. You have to give Tomlin all the credit in the world. Yeah. 
it, it really, I, Tomlin, that's why other than my own coach, Kyle Shanahan, Tomlin is by far my favorite coach in the NFL. You guys know how I feel about him. Uh, he'll be in Pittsburgh as long as he wants. I mean, he is unfireable. That's got to be in his contract somewhere. There's like no way to get rid of a guy like that. Like cannot yeah. drop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <players. laughs> cannot drop. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, you guys got uh, anything else um, that you want to bring up from the season, the week? D, you got something else? Yeah. So Good. my takeaway from the season, you guys remember a few years ago when Steve Harvey announced the wrong winner for yes. the Miss yes. Universe pageant? Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who could forget that? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I made a similar mistake. I was too hasty in crowning the Fugazi fraudulent team winner when I gave it to the Miami Dolphins last week. Miami Dolphins were the runner-up. I apologize. You guys didn't get the trophy. The trophy goes to the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. You guys are the Fugazi fraudulent champions of this year. You had one job, one job to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Chris, I'm about to go hard on your Colts. You had one job to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. And couldn't do it. It wasn't like it was a you know a close game where Jacksonville played out of their minds because it was the last game of the year and they lost on some crazy play. You're like, okay, we can see that. They got dominated from start to finish. They were never in this game. How? How are you not prepared enough to, to get out there and win this game? It's and then what makes me even matter is that we started to believe in them. I started to think like, okay, the Colts, they got a nice run game, good defense, got an identity. Beat good teams. Yeah, they beat good teams. I'm like, this is a team that, quote, unquote, nobody wants to play in the playoffs. Right, right. But they didn't even get there. (laughs) So (laughs) I have to give them a fraudulent award because I feel fooled, bamboozled. Mm. We didn't land on Carson Wentz. Carson (laughs) Wentz landed on us. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. (laughs) <laughs> this is something, man. Like every time I winced, every time Wentz went to oh, throw the ball. Like I this, is, I was just, <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. The interception he threw where he underthrew and the linebacker was just right there. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they gave him a first round pick because he actually stayed healthy this year. They yeah. gave him a first round pick for Carson Wentz, who couldn't come through in the one moment you needed him to against Jacksonville. Yeah. So your fraudulent Fugazi champions, my correction, are not the Miami Dolphins. It's your Indianapolis Colts, ladies and gentlemen. Dude. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely with you. Courtney's happy for the first round pick, and they only gave Jonathan Taylor the ball 15 times, like Courtney said, and he only had 77 yards, I think, in that game. That's just not the way uh, to get it done. But you know what? The week before – they should have closed it out because I feel like they were saying to themselves, you know what? You know, we're going to go out. Yeah, we're going to play this game, of course. But if all goes wrong, we got Jacksonville last game. That's why you can't do that. They're all NFL teams. You can't play shit like that. You can't You can't do that. And they did not bring their A game on the road. And what, Nikki? They, you said that and won there in what, like freaking seven years or something? Yeah. Right? Jacksonville? Yeah, it was something like that. Listen, I'm not surprised. And I, if you're an Eagles fan and you watch Carson Wentz, 
or you were just, you know, a fan of an NFC East team and you saw this, you know, throughout the year. Yes, he has tremendous talent. Yes, he shows like he has these games where it's like flashes of greatness, but he friggin' malfunctions like at mm. the worst time possible. So that is why I always was very like leery. I thought he would be a good fit there. Seems like it, but I can't give him my full trust just because I now we've seen just the complete meltdown and it's happened more than one time. Yeah, you look at his numbers in the year, but he had 25 touchdowns, you know, six interceptions, you know, whatever it was before the last game. And yeah, things were looking good on paper, but that's all it was because I'm with you. Every time I watched him, I'm like, he ain't going to make the play. Where I felt like he would, you know, when it's at his height with the Eagles, obviously we're going back a few years, but I, I don't know. Hey, Kelly, we're going to get to your Raiders in a minute. Your Fugazi Raiders that I still believe <laughs> somehow got into the damn playoffs. Uh, I, Kelly is true blue diehard Raiders fan. Uh, we were in the Navy together. His oh, wow. Is, That's yeah, great. True blue. Well, thank you, them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm not going to get okay, Kelly. I can't go too hard on you there, man. You, you, you served. So God yeah, bless you. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's <definitely>. it. <laughs> that's it. Um, but shoot. Yeah. I, that's, that's big. There's so many, there's so much to talk about. No, it's all the co- coaching jobs, all the vacancies. Good thing that we have time and we have a lot of show to do and a lot more weeks to get to things like that. But Nikki, did you want to bring anything else up from um, either week 18 of the season? Yeah. For the season, I just want to say that the hype around Herbert is for real. I think he yeah. does not have the right coach. Right? No shit. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like he just thinks like, you know, he's so much smarter than everybody. And it's like you played yourself there. But right. I mean, Justin Herbert, man, I mean, he just shakes it off. Right. It shakes off the bad play, the mistake. Like he's got a bomb for an arm and he mm-hmm. elevates the people around him. So I know there's like, oh, you know, is he overhyped? No, I don't think so, because I think that he's got the mindset and the talent to really be successful in this league. He just needs a right coach. So I think the hype is real. It's all about the right coaching. Yeah, I, I agree. If I, th- I think if they had a different, stronger minded well, I shouldn't even say stronger minded. This guy's as strong minded as you get. I mean, he freaking does whatever the hell he wants. And I just find it unbelievable. I, I really do. I can't believe that they haven't had a meeting about this sometime midway through the season. But uh, look, if he can correct that, he's got a great team to work with. Uh, and any coach would be really lucky to go there right now, Dean. Nah, for sure. I had a question for you, Jay, thinking about yeah, Justin Herbert and watching that game. I didn't see Elway in his prime. Like when I started watching football, I comprehended it. It was Elway's towards the end. Mm-hmm. Does Herbert remind you of Elway at all? No, Josh Allen does. Josh oh. Allen is the one who reminds me of Elway. When I look at Justin Herbert, I'm, I'm not saying he's bad at all. I think he's a, a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. um, John Elway, his ability inside the pocket and then being able to get out of it and throwing on the run was uncanny until I seen Josh Allen do it, basically. I mean, yeah, we can talk about Russell Wilson, but if we're talking about like big guys like that, you know, um, no, I would say that Josh Allen would not, not Herbert. Okay. Now I can see Josh Allen as well. Like just seeing some of the highlights from Elway's prime, but I wasn't there to like really comprehend and see him in his best. So yeah. Get your opinion on that one, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question, actually. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of comparisons to Elway. Like even Big Ben had his, you know, uh, for, for a time, no question. So yeah, that's interesting. Damn. We got a lot of stuff to get to, uh, playoffs. I mean, there's just, Again, coaching firings, but uh, right now we're going to get. What's that? 
Let's talk about the coaches. Well, let's get, you know what? Let's get it done, Nick. Why don't you take it away? I mean, I know that you're, if you can be happy about anything that happened this season, it's the fact that Joe Judge won't be running your fucking team next year. Yes. Hallelujah. I don't know why it took so long. I'm telling you, I was sitting here. I'm scrolling. I'm refreshing. I'm refreshing, <laughs> waiting for the headline, waiting. I go into a hot bar class last night, right? I have no phone, right? It's just an hour of torture, pretty much. <laughs> I go out, go to the locker room, take my stuff. My phone's blowing up. I'm like, I missed it. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for two years for this guy. I go work out. I miss it. But I I am happy, I, okay? And I hate when people say, well, I'm not advocating for him to lose his job. Yeah, I am, okay? You're fine. <laughs> yeah. You're still getting paid. Like, I am. You you obviously cannot run this team. You lost the locker room. So, yeah, I, I am just praying they get this right on the GM and the coach and blow it up, get rid of Saquon, get rid of Daniel Jones, just blow it the hell up and yeah, no start doubt. over. <laughs> Gentleman retired. He's like, I'm out before any, any any more, you know, shit storm happens. But I got to tell you, Joe Judge wanted to get fired because he did a quarterback sneak on his own freaking uh, nine yard line. I can't. Nobody I does you. that. I was like, what? I what the hell was that? that that's a moron. No, it's no, it's a guy who wants to get fired. That's what it is. It's a guy yeah. who wants to lose his job. Like, I want to get the hell out of here and out of the public eye because everyone in the world hates me. He's got to move to another country for at least five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You just, you fail yeah. in New York, you have to move to another country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so look, want to get fired. Two back to back QB sneaks on, so what, second and 10 and third and nine? Give me your own territory. Like, he was, he was trying to get fired and made sure that it was a football reason so he can get his contract paid. Like, that, that's all it was. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Yes, Courtney, I did hear Aaron Rodgers making fun of uh, some of the Pat McAfee yes, show. Yeah. It was hysterical. Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. No doubt. I mean, shoot. But so now there's like uh, Rodgers got judge, judge, judge fired. Yeah, he's got a lot of clout, apparently. But <laughs> so there's a Miami job is open. They're looking at Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator for the Bills. Um, like we just talked about Joe Judge's out opening in Chicago with Matt Nagy. Um, Mike Zimmer's out in Minnesota. That's a team that maybe somebody might want to work with. We don't know about Jacksonville's situation. We'll see what the Raiders are going to do. Um, after firing Gruden and going with the guy, I just can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, and then Denver. So we already have all these coaching vacancies. I don't know if there's going to be any more, but Jim Harbaugh's name I keep hearing, uh, Damien, and I think he'd be a really good fit in Chicago. Chicago, didn't he? He played in Chicago for a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he would, yeah, it would be a nice little homecoming for him. Continue that theme after going to his alma mater and get Michigan to right. the college football playoff. I think that would be a good fit. He has worked really well with athletic quarterbacks. Of course, Colin Kaepernick comes yeah. to mind. Alex Smith was no slouch when he came to his athleticism either. So when you think about the fact you remember that, that 35 yard bootleg, I'm sorry, but you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a great play. A, a oh QB my god! Sweep in that crazy game where, for people who may not remember that, we're talking about the that was 2011 yeah. divisional round, right? Yeah. Yeah. Saints played the 49ers. Alex Smith had the best game of his life for some reason against us. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but those type of plays are ones that Jim Harbaugh will put in for Justin Fields. So mm-hmm. I do think that Chicago yeah. would be a good fit there, and I can see that happening for sure. 
I think it definitely would be a good fit. Let's uh, see what's up to Nithin also. Yep, how about them Cowboys? Nikki hates to hear that, but we're definitely going to be talking about that. They're playing my Niners this weekend, so Nithin, we're enemies for the for the week. I apologize. We <laughs> apologize. I know. Uh, so Nikki, you know, I think yeah. Brian Flores is the best candidate right now for any of the jobs out there. Yeah. Out of all these places, whether it's um, you know Minnesota, Denver. Uh, I don't even know, uh, the Raiders or Chicago. Where do you think that he would fit best, Flores, right now? Yeah, I could see him in Denver. You had mentioned that. Yeah. I like that. I selfishly would take him in New York, so I could see that too. Um, my, I think one of those teams, you know. I yeah. think that I, – I have to tell you, I was really shocked. I didn't know that there was all that behind-the-scenes disagreement going on, yeah, but I definitely did not think that he was going to get fired. Uh, it was like a three against one. It was like Tua, Chris Greer, and um, and the owner, uh, uh, Roth, Ross, excuse me. And, oh. it, you know, just um, Brian Flores is like, like – and, and this is like a question. Let's pose it out real quick. And uh, Kelly's saying, I wouldn't want Jim, actually. She doesn't even want Jim Harbaugh. So, I mean, he did pretty good with the 49ers. But um, just like even thinking about that, like – like the best vacancies and, and Nikki, we were talking about in New York and, you know, hiring new GMs. I mean, it's tough to say what the best place would, would go to, because then he's, he really doesn't have a quarterback in Denver. That's another yeah, that was, thing. That was going to be my thought. That yeah. When right. he goes, he probably wants to make sure there's a quarterback there that he likes because he basically got fired because he didn't like the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to make sure that he goes to a place where he likes the quarterback. I don't know how he feels about Trevor Lawrence. But you mentioned Jacksonville's having the potential because they do have talent there. A lot of early round yeah. picks that might be developing right. into place now, especially Josh Allen on defensive line. He's a monster. Oh. Like <laughs> he's an absolute beast. So when you have talent there and you have a young team in a Jackson a situation like Jacksonville, you got to feel that the GM and owner are going to be so thirsty for success. They're looking at what Miami did the last two years. They're like, man, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you bring in Brian Flores. They're going to be willing to step aside, let him do his thing, right? And with Miami, I don't get it because from the outside looking in, it looked like they were ready to give up Tua for a quarterback who had 22-plus sexual allegations against him. You have no clue if he's going to be able to play. But you were ready to trade for him. And it was reported that the owner – the only reason the trade didn't go through is the owner asked Watson to – basically pay off the ladies like <clears throat> cases put away and settle and we'll bring you in Watson still saying that he's innocent didn't want to settle and this is why the trade didn't go through if right. you wanted to go that far in negotiations you weren't sold on to it either mm-hmm. if you think has the potential to be a top five guy you're not going to trade him for a guy who has all his baggage now Watson's an incredible talent top five quarterback when he plays but you're only making that trade if you're desperate and don't believe in the quarterback you have. So why yeah. would it come now to where you're firing Flores in favor of Tua? It makes no sense at all. And if I'm a coach who has options, I'm staying far away from the Miami job. I totally understand that, man. And that that kind of brings up also what I wanted to say. And um, somebody's uh, Nathan saying Kellen Moore maybe to Jacksonville. Uh, Chris likes Flores in Chicago. Um, I don't know if he would like that weather too much. That would suck. But uh, <laughs> uh, um, here's the thing about Tua. All right. And Brian Flores. Call it what you will and what happened. They won eight out of their last nine games. So, again, it has nothing to do with coaching. And apparently, Tua is good enough to win games. But I do agree with you, Damian, that 
he's not going to be the guy that is going to win it for you. But on the other hand, Nikki, I look at them and I'm like, they're a complete team that has it together. And if they didn't stumble, you know, over their own feet in the first five, six games, they'd be in the playoffs right now. Yeah, no, they would. I mean, I think they have a good setup. I know Tua's getting a bad rap, but you know what? Listen, we've seen it. Sometimes you don't need this phenomenal quarterback out there to, you know, to make a run. If you have a good supporting cast around you and you have good coaching and good coaching decisions are being made in games. So I, I don't know. I'm not ready to like make a decision on Tua, whether he is the guy or not, but um, they finished the season pretty strong. So I can't like argue against it and say he's not. I mean, for right now, uh, you know. Yeah. And yeah, he's doing what he needs to do. So, mm-hmm. well, he's he is the guy as of the moment. And if Brian Dable comes in, I think that he'll do a really good job with them offensively. But, um, yeah, they unfortunately got rid of a, a great coach because of a quarterback rift. And I agree. I don't. <laughs> I just don't think that two is going to, you know, win three playoff games. It would have to be a total team effort. So I'm with you guys on that. I totally get it. I'm with you. All right, we got a lot of stuff to do. Let's get to another segment, all right? So we think about stuff, you know, we brag, we do all sorts of stuff, we eat crow, and we reminisce. It's your song, D. It's your show, baby. Let's have it, man. Yes, so if you are new to the show, this is a segment called Bragging Rights and Crow Bites. So we could talk about stuff from all the way throughout the year or the previous week. We have to eat some crow on things we got wrong, we also get to brag about some things that we got right. I like to yeah. start with the crow bites so that we can wash it down with some sweet bragging rights. So let's start with Jay this week. What are you eating crow on? Okay, my crow this week. Let me see. Uh, I'm sure. Was, well, you kind of handled it for me pretty much, D, and it was the Colts. I thought they were the team, and I thought that Carson Wentz was good enough, you know, to get them into the playoffs. But like you had went over, he just – Shook down, broke down, total meltdown, disgusting, horrible effort. And I'm going to have to put some of that on Frank Reich as well. You're going to have to get everybody ready to play. You had a dominant team to win. They didn't do it. So they blew their postseason chances. And you know what? They don't deserve to be in because of that. More crow that I have to eat, which is weird because I was so right about the Fugazi freaking Raiders forever. <laughs> They went five and two, and then they lost six out of their next seven or whatever it was. They went four straight to get into the damn playoffs. I can't believe it, and I can't wait to talk about this game because the Raiders are pretty dangerous right now. You go into the playoffs on a winning streak, you don't want to play a team like that, guys. Nah, it's very true. The Raiders look really good, and honestly, in that game, if it wasn't for Herbert being Superman, they win it pretty easily. Probably, <laughs> so you, yeah. Yeah, so you got to look at the Raiders. Fourth and tens, right? All those fourth and tens? How yeah. do you convert all that? That was amazing to me. What, that fourth and 21, get a touchdown? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy, man. Like, he is amazing. Uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's sad that we won't see him in the playoffs. Uh, Nikki, what are you eating crawling this week? <sighs> I'm sorry, Courtney, if you're still with us. I kind of got to go in and eat some crow. Uh, I got to eat crow on the Eagles. You know why? Because they gave them too much credit. I don't know why I thought that they would beat the Cowboys. Actually, I do. I thought they had a little bit of momentum. It was in Philly. It's freezing fucking cold here. It's like 10 <laughs> degrees. Like, I thought, you know, that the Eagles really would, you know, maybe pull it out. But I should have known better because every time I have to depend on the Eagles, 
like in Minnesota, uh, they just <laughs> like uh, I even wanted the Eagles to lose the Super Bowl and they freaking won. OK, so every time I have to depend on the Eagles, they burn me. They burned me this week. I picked the Eagles. I just gave them way too much credit and I need to eat crow on that. And now I will never pick them again. There you go. Nice one, right? There. Real quick, Nithin, um, I'm sorry. No, bro. Cowboys are not beating the 49ers. I have <laughs> memorabilia all over the place. It's not going to happen. You can get your ass kicked, and we'll talk about it later, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so for my crow this week, me and Nikki made a bet <laughs> in the season where I said that the Rams would finish third in the NFC West. I thought – so wrong on mm. Seattle. I think Seattle went in the division. So that's definitely some more crow I got to eat when I'm thinking about it now. Uh, but I thought they were going to finish third behind Seattle and San Francisco. I still haven't making the playoffs, but I haven't getting the seventh spot. Uh, so I was definitely wrong about that. I will do a video tomorrow. I was going to do it on the air, but I'm not really set up to like move the computer and everything. So I will send a video tomorrow to the 33 podcast page of me doing my pushups and ah. my crow in this bet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Me. All right. I love it. The man's paying it off. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, that's I, I always, you know, pay my debts. And she was right about Stafford and him being, I wouldn't know if it's a quantum leap because he kind of like fell down his last few weeks. Yeah. But, he did, <laughs> but, he, but he's playing pretty well and they've been a really good team and they definitely are a contender going into the playoffs. So you were right about that. So I have to eat crow and I will do pushups tomorrow for you. Mm. And are you clapping in between? Track for the record. Track for the record. If, if we do the clapping, you're going to see me up here next week with no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, we can't do that. I love it. I love so it. now let's wash down this nasty crow with some sweet bragging whites. Let's start with you, Jay. All right. Um, well, you guys may know where I'm going first. I have two bragging rights like I usually do. I'm making quick as I usually do. Number one is that my Super Bowl picks, the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers, are the number one seeds in their prospective conferences AFC. Tennessee, why is that relevant? Because, again, you may have heard this out of me before, and I have wrote it in an article before, that since the 2013 season, only twice have the number one teams not met in the Super Bowl. That would be last year when the Tampa Bay Bucks won at the, as a fifth seed, and when New England had beat Kansas City in 2018, when Kansas City was the one seed. Okay, that is relevant. That, I think, actually goes a long way with my prediction. Of course, I want the 49ers to win. I, you know, I want, I'd rather have your Super Bowl, D, but so far, my number ones are right there. They both got the bye. Derrick Henry coming back healthy. Sports profit is looking pretty good right there. As I was last week, by telling you, and Nikki absolutely laughed in my face, I mean, directly from New Jersey, when I picked the Lions to beat the Packers. It's not because the Lions are better than the Packers. It's because it's the last game of the season. The Packers, oh, yeah. didn't, care. Yeah. The Packers didn't care. So that's why I picked the Lions. And it was actually a high-scoring game. It was like 37-30 or something, D, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. a high-scoring game. And they had to, like, hold on to the lead. The Packers tried to come back there at the end. So now that was a really good pick and good bragging rights on Tennessee and Green Bay. They both look right. really good and great position to make a Super Bowl run. So we'll see if that comes to fruition for you. Absolutely. So what are your bragging rights, Nikki? 
Um, not that I got the winner right of Chargers Raiders, but I did say that this game would solely come down to coaching decisions. And alas, yes, uh, this uh, game came exactly down to a coaching decision. So I shot. predicted that right. <laughs> what a that shot. Actually, really, really spot on. I was <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that prediction. That was really good. Yeah. So now nah, you yeah. definitely got some good bragging rights on that one. So for my bragging rights. People laughed at me. They hurt my feelings. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a few weeks back. The Saints were going through like a four game, five games losing streak. And I said, the Saints will be there at the end of the season in the playoff picture. Mark my words. And everybody in our fancy football chat laughed at me. The Saints won't be (laughs) in the playoff picture. They won't be there. And we were right there till the end. And the Rams just let us down. But we were right there, so I definitely have to brag about that. My other bragging rights, though, New England Patriots making the playoffs. Predicted that from the start. Yeah. So I got to brag yeah. about that one. Yeah, you both uh, did it, Nick, right? That's very good. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> so that was my bragging rights on that one. And uh, I did pick Green Bay as number one seed as well in the NFC. Uh, so those are my two bragging rights for the season right there. So that is bragging rights and crow bites. And we'll be back to you taking the lead, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well done, my friend. Uh, Back to you, Jay. Back to you, Jay. I know, right? Hi, from Miami. Yeah, going over to Miami now. Oh, I hear you. Look, all right, Jimmy Johnson is is Jim Johnson hacking Nithin's freaking, uh, you know, account right now. How about them Cowboys? Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah, right. This All is right. why we don't like Cowboys fans, Mitchen. Exactly. <laughs> this is this wrong is with you guys. God. I mean, really, you're going to lose in the first round. I mean, take it easy. Save your caps for something that's actually going to happen. You know, something that's going to save happen. your caps. <laughs> if you, if the Cowboys do win, you'll have the right to come and do this next week. Yeah. You All right. You know what? If, I'm going to make a bet with Niffin, uh, you know, oh, all fair. Shit. Yep, I will. If I lose, I'll pay off, and he, I'm sure he's a man. I know he's a man, a man of his word. So yes, that'll is. be going down. Yes. Yes. So that What's will be happening. No oh, doubt. Are you doing this privately? What's the bet? No, we'll let you know. I haven't thought oh. of anything yet. Oh, um, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, I thought you had something come to mind. Oh, okay. I'm thinking something of like, you know, jumping off a really high cliff into water that you don't know what's at the bottom of. So maybe we'll do that. No, I'm kidding. No, I have no part of <laughs> Absolute joke. I want to live. I want to live. But I also want to get some knowledge with Nikki because it's. Let me hear it. Let me see it. segment beautiful thing so is nikki's let's get it going it is all about knowledge with nikki and we have no idea what she's going to do but now that i think about it i probably should have studied up on wild card weekend am i right is that the category this week no okay good thing i didn't study then i haven't studied in like freaking 25 years i'm done with that crap (laughs) i know right uh studying no so i had an idea Oh, you I'm going to do a version of 
like name that tune, but the third and three podcast version. So I am going to say a lyric. It's very hard. I did have to practice this because you want to sing it because it's the song in your head. So I'm going to say a lyric and you tell me the name of the song. You get a point if you get the name of the song right. You get another point if you get the artist right. Wow. Okay. Okay. If the audience, if our viewers get it right, they get the points. Oh, okay. All right. Or you can steal one of their answers if you think that they're right. Okay, fair enough. Example, if I say, hit me baby one more time, and you don't know it's Britney, but you know that it's hit me baby one more time, you get the point. So the only hints here are that they're all female artists, and there is no Britney. Okay. <laughs> There's no Britney. That's funny. All female, no Britney. Look, anybody who's playing out there, please do not Google it. Don't Google it. We don't want you Googling <laughs> it. Don't do none of that. All right, just play along. All right, here we go. Uh, D, I went first last week. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Mike, he's like, please, God, no, Brittany. This is fine. No, there's no Brittany. God, why do you guys say <laughs> don't get me started? Please don't. Oh, my God. Mikey, don't worry about Brittany, baby. We're going into playoffs. We're going to be not tolerate Catholic. Brittany slander, Eli slander. I do not tolerate that. Zero tolerance for that. Zero tolerance. All right. Zero, Zero tolerance Zero. policy in the house. All right. Let's get okay. the Jeopardy music going. Who's going first? I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, go I'll with go Dave. First. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, Dave. I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. I'm going to let it all hang out. I'm going to go Black Eyed Peas. Uh, is it Let's Get It Started? Nope. Can I have the lyrics one more time? I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. I'm going to let it all hang out. Oh, man. I think I know now. <clears throat> um, wow. Um, oh, my God. I really don't know. Shoot. Say one more time, real quick, the lyrics, and then I'll, I'll answer. Buzz. Okay, I'm out. Fair enough. Did anybody Kayla, in the audience Kayla got it right? Point to the point for the viewers. Mike Patton oh, got Shania it. Twain. Usher. Shania Twain. Oh, yeah, Shania. Like oh. oh, okay. Of course, I know the song. Okay, I, I didn't yes. get the lyrics. It popped in my head after I said that, and I was like, "Oh, oh, you remember? Did you? You got it afterward? Yeah, afterwards." <laughs> Yeah, when it didn't count. I All right, it. Kayla, <laughs> holding it down for the listeners and the viewers. All right, number two, D, treated me kind, sweet destiny, carried me through desperation to the one that was waiting for me. Okay. At first, it sounded really depressing, but then <laughs> yeah, it got better at the end yeah, there. <laughs> Ooh, it's tough. Dang, man. Uh, I'm going to go with Kayla and say Mariah Carey, Vision of Love. Yes. Two points. All right. Nice (laughs) lifeline, you, Steve. Nice lifeline there. Nice Nice lifeline, you. Thank Thank you, you, audience. Ma, wait, way to go. (laughs) Kayla, way to go. All right. There you go. There you go. Okay, number three. Here we go. I stay out too late. Got nothing in my brain. 
That's what people say. I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay. Hmm. I wish you can sing it like the like the. Rum, rum, ba, da, ba, boom. <laughs> oh, is that no? Well, you don't want me to sing. You know, maybe next week I'll really do, do. rap, and I'll just you know. <laughs> Whatever you got to do. I'm gonna go with Taylor Swift. Uh, is that the Shake It Off song? It is two points. Oh man, you are, the audience lifelines are there. I actually didn't the audience and googling it. I'm cool with it. All right. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, we have upstanding citizens in our audience. <laughs> All right. So what is that? Four points. All right. Here we go. Last one for D. I said, "Excuse me, you're a hell of a guy." I mean, my, my, my. You're like Pelican Fly. Oh, that's Nicki Minaj. Um, what song is that? Uh, like I'm literally playing in my head trying to get to the chorus. <laughs> it is Nicki Minaj. You got a point for that. All right, he's got four points. Is that... Uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but I know it's Nicki Minaj. Jay, you want to try the name of the song? No. No? no? Okay. Super Bass. Oh, Super Bass. Okay. Oh, okay. Kayla, Kayla, Kayla got it. Kayla got it. D on that one. So five, what do you get? Five points. He's got, D, yep, five. Right, yeah, top that, Jay. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. You think I'm, I'm definitely listening to the audience. I'm getting no rhythm beat from Nicki, so I'm, I'm just hearing words. You know, that was the point just yeah. to be able to say it because it makes it harder, right? Like the masked freaking singer over here. All right, let's have it. Okay, Jay, here we go. All right, this beat is automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky fresh. It's that's the black eyed peas, right? It is not the black eyed peas. Oh. Can you say the lyrics one more time? Mm-hmm. Should have waited for somebody to give an answer. This beat <laughs> is automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky fresh. It's not the Black Eyed Peas because it's Fergie. That's what I was thinking. It's not Fergie. Nope. Oh, it's, so it's Sierra, it was, right? I thought that was Fergalicious. It, it is Sierra. <laughs> yep. Oh, out of the song playing my head now. It was on a roll, man. <laughs> Kayla, got Kayla, we're it. gonna have to have Mike you on. Over got here. it. Whoa! All right, all right. All right I'm gonna oh, wait to answer. It. <laughs> all right, Jay. Here we go. It's been three weeks since you were looking for your friend, the one you let hit it and never called you again. I know this one, Jay. Don't feel the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think. You want it one more time? Yeah, one more time, please. It's been three weeks since you were looking for your friend. The one you let hit it and never called you again. Look, Kayla's on a roll. I'm going to have to go with Lauren Hill. Not a thing. That's, yes, that's right. Uh, I don't know. You go. Just, thank you, Kayla. Which, Kayla damn, you just let her play. I knew that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, that's what I I'm do. bad unless I, unless I hear the music. I'm bad. I'm terrible. Oh, all right, Nikki. 
Try two more for you, Jay. Okay. You got, we got this. Look, you got millions of lifelines over here. Got it. <laughs> okay. You got this one. Everyone, everyone got, got this one. Okay. Left a good job in the city. Working for the man every night and day. Don't say anything, Kayla. <laughs> I know this one too. <laughs> Big wheels keep on burning. Uh huh. Uh huh. You got it. Oh, you got it. Rolling, rolling, rolling on the river, bumping and There you go. There you go. There you go. I didn't get the the title yet. No. No. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I don't know the title. I know the lyrics, but I guess why I don't do you know. just look proud, proud, proud Mary, Proud Mary, right? It's Proud Mary. Proud, proud Mary, yes. Anybody get that? Oh yeah. Oh my! I should have looked earlier. Tina Turner, Proud Mary. There you go. Proud Mary. There you go. Two points for you, Jay, because you even sang it. So there you go. <laughs> what are we at? Five yeah. to four. That that song has very distinctive lyrics. Like it started playing in my head. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, last one. Okay. Last one. Okay, Jay. Here we go. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is L.A. I think I know this one. Don't use the lifeline, Jay. <laughs> okay, I won't use the lifeline, even though you use the lifeline every damn time. I have no idea. Oh, God. One, one more time to cancel. Okay, <laughs> this ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is L.A. I know my mom knows this one. This ain't no disco. This ain't no country club. It's not, um, oh, God. It's not Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers, is it? No. Mm. I'm out. Uh, Shit, you got a thing? Yeah. You can't use the freaking, you don't look at the lifelines. If I didn't look, you'd be cool. All right, D, you got it? You know this one? I think so. I was going to go Mary J. Blige. No, it's uh, Cheryl uh. Crow, All I Want to Do. Oh, that's the very first I got a feeling I'm not the only one. Okay. There you go. I know the lyrics, but I'm terrible with, you know, whatever. Good job, though, Nikki. I like that. Way to go. Excellent. D, you yeah, got me my point this week. Way to go. I clap it up for you, bro. What? Good job uh -oh. to the uh, Yeah, Kayla, Ma. I mean, damn. Even Mikey. It. Way to freaking go. All right. Excellent. Sing. No soul loser over here. I'm happy. I enjoyed it. That was fun. <laughs> Good job, Nikki. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to say it. I've been only so loser today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, we, got, we got to talk about these games, man. We got to talk about these games. Yes. Let's do it. Playoff picture. Here we go. The last thing we'll do is our freaky fantasy football draft. So we get to start all over, but there's only 14 teams with times 53 players to choose from. You do the math. I'm not doing it right now. Fuck the calculator. Here we go. Playoff picture. First game. Nikki, you started off because you wrote about it. And, man, do I have a lot of mixed feelings on this game. The Raiders at the Bengals. Nikki, uh, you start us off. Take it away. <laughs> I did write about this. And you if sure you guys did. You wrote don't great know stuff. what we're talking about, we all wrote about playoff matchups. You can find Thanks. it at the 3rd and 3 Podcast website, 3rdand3podcast.com. 
So yeah, I kind of did my thinking out loud bullet point list and let me see. I don't, I don't even know where to go with this. Okay. Raiders Nation's going to get mad at me, but <laughs> I just <laughs> think that, listen, the Bengals have not won a playoff game in 31 years. That's 1991. All started with the Raiders, right? Um, and it's going to be 17 degrees in Cincinnati, okay? Raiders are a dome team. Derek Carr has not played in any game this season under 40 degrees. And I know it seems like I'm harping on the weather, but that's because it matters. Like, it absolutely matters. I just think that, you know, Joe Burrow, got Jamar Chase, you got Joe Mixon. I know the Raiders run defense tightened up a little bit. I just don't think it's going to quite be enough. I do think it will be close. I have Cincy taking this one, 31, Raiders 28. Guys, you always hear me talk about what? What's the most important thing in football? Availability. No, 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 no. What do I always say? What's my thing? The game is won and lost where? In the trenches. In the line of scrimmage. In the line of scrimmage, exactly. Now, this game is really tough, guys, because I'm – look, that Cincinnati Bengals offensive line is not that good, okay? They're not. They really, really aren't. And – Oakland, listen to me. Las Vegas can get home with four guys. You know, it was Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe. I think you even mentioned them in the article, Nikki. They can yeah. terrorize that line. Yes, so they're going to have to bring in extra blockers, tight end. They may not have as many receivers out there. They're really going to have to game plan in this one differently, D, because they're going to be dealing with seven guys whose eyes are on the quarterback, you know, playing that cover two and whatnot sort of a style defense. So while I think – the Bengals definitely have enough offensively, and the Raiders are on the road, and it's cold. And, yeah, Nikki, I hear you. That, that's that's an issue. But when you're in the game, you're in the game. It doesn't matter as much. You know, once you get heated up and you're playing, you're not even thinking about that sort of stuff. Even though no, you're getting reported. Because anything. the stats prove otherwise. You can't play in cold weather. I mean. Well, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, so far that's true. And that, that's not the reason I'm picking the Bengals. I mean, it's a good part of the reason. And I do like them to win actually big even though I think – I know it sounds stupid. I think the Raiders have a shot, Damian, because of their defensive line. And Joe Burrow is going to have to throw quick, quick passes. But, look, you got Jamar Chase. T. Higgins should be playing this week. Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. I got the Bengals 35-17. I think the Raiders make it a game for a while. But since he pulls away and beats him pretty good at the end. I have to agree with you guys on Cincinnati. I know my guy Kelly in the comments is not too happy about that. And also uh, the Raiders fan here as well. Uh, it's I respect the fan base and I like what the Raiders did this year. But I think Cincinnati just has too many weapons, like you mentioned. Now, I do think the Raiders will be the score in this one. I think Derek Carr kind of, you know, gets that monkey off his back of the cold weather. But it won't be enough to win this game. I'm going a shootout. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going Cincinnati 35 Raiders 31. Okay. I should want to write this down real quick. So we're all on Cincy for this game. I mean, obviously, Nikki, you know, we knew because your article and it really was a fantastic job. I mean, you know, all, all joking aside, I love the way that you did that. It was like you were talking to people with your bullet points. It was excellent. That really was. We should talk about coach of the year talks. So Mike Pan, what's he bringing up? Zach Taylor might be the young head coach in the two previous. Yeah. We'll see Zach Taylor, but I got a hell of a lot of weapons over there. But, um, yeah, so, all right, we're all on Cincy on that game. The next game, Damian, you wrote the article on this one, and, again, I ain't just saying it, but fucking 
Great job, man. Excellent. The Patriots, the Bills, the rubber match. Oh, yeah, that was a good AFC. oh excellent job. Excellent. People like looking at it all over the place. And mm-hmm. uh, D, I mean, you start this one off because, uh, again, like you said, rubber match, divisional rivals over here. These teams know each other. Got really good coaches on both sides. Uh, take it away, man. Yes, thank you guys so much for the compliments on the article. Really appreciate that. And when I was doing the research for the article, I was looking at what can New England do? Because I was going in leaning Buffalo. I was like, mm-hmm. let me see when I look at it, what does, does New England have an advantage at? What can they do to win this game? And the only thing that came out of the research and came to mind was execution, being a team that doesn't make mistakes. Like Buffalo is sixth in the NFL with the most penalties. That's New right. England's near the bottom. So that's one of the things that they can take advantage of is being more disciplined, not beating themselves, right? They're not going to do that. But the thing is, Buffalo has the talent to where it can overcome those mistakes and also they can win the game and not just hope for the other team to lose. I think New England has to hope for Buffalo to make enough mistakes for them to win while Buffalo can go and just win the game because they have a Josh Allen, a Stefan Diggs. They're able – when you have those special talents in these playoff matchups, third time facing each other, Plays teams are gonna know your plays. There's gonna be things that you run that they already know what's gonna happen. They you call it the line of scrimmage, the audible, they're gonna know what to switch to. At that point, talent is what's gonna put you over the top. I think Josh Allen is different, man. He's a, he's a different yeah. type of talent. You yeah. compared him to John Elway earlier. I think he has an Elway esque performance in this one. So I'm going with Buffalo 28 to 17. And plus, I think Mac Jones is gonna have to make some plays. And I just don't trust him to make plays yet. I'm not saying he won't become that guy, but I don't think he's set up to make plays to win your game like this right now. Okay. All right. So you're on Buffalo in this game, um, again, as we know. And, Nikki, um, I don't know what you're going to say, but, you know, clearly, as Damian explained, the, the talent level is definitely on the Bills' side. There's no doubt about it, the players mm-hmm. on the field. The coaching edge always goes to Bill Belichick. Can he do enough, in your opinion, to win this game? Bill Belichick is a coach. Um, no, I don't think that. I think they'll get close, but I just, you know, it's Mac Jones's first time, and I think he's had a hell of a year. I really do. Um, and that defense is great. Actually, these are the top two scoring defenses, so I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I don't think it's be crazy high scoring at all whatsoever, uh, mm-hmm. but I just think the edge has to go to Buffalo. But the makings for an upset are there, right? There's like snow in the forecast, and it is Bill Belichick. I, you know, you can't ever, you know, count him out in the postseason. No. But I do have Buffalo winning twenty six, New England twenty. All right. Now, Mac Jones' regression over the past four games is something that definitely worries me. Um, if I were a Pats fan, which I'm not, and thank you, God, I appreciate that. Uh, I should be <laughs> my father for making me an Niners fan. Anyway, um, uh, that yeah, he's he's the X factor if he can possibly get the right defense going. But you know what? If you do try to go ahead and shut down Stefan Diggs, there are other ways this team is going to beat you. We saw McKenzie go out there, Emmanuel Sanders when he's healthy. Um, now Devin Singletary starting to get his game going. I like Buffalo in this game. I definitely do. I agree with you, Nikki. Uh, let me look at my score. I'm pretty sure I have a 24-14. Yeah, I got the Bills 24-14 in this game. Um, 
I don't think there's going to be a hell of a lot of scoring. I think that weather will be a factor, especially in the first half. It may be 6-3 at halftime, like no shit. And then Buffalo will get their stuff together in the second half and, you know, be warmed up and ready to go. So I like the Bills also, 24-14. All right. Some trifecta so far. What happens? Yep. Yeah. Let's see, how the, let's see how the rest of it goes. All right. Well, this next game is um actually, you know, I didn't do this on purpose, just the way the games are going. Uh, I wrote this one, the Eagles and the Bucks, guys. So let me get a little sip of my water over here so I can explain a little bit what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> article as well, Jay. I really Thanks, like man. the way you broke it down. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And there's no doubt that the Eagles have been getting better. I mean, they were three and five, and they finished the season at what, uh, nine and eight or ten, whatever the freak their record was. Anyway, they won six out of their last nine games, and they're the number one rushing team in the league. But they're going up against the Bucks' third ranked rushing defense. All right. And they got some big boys in that line, like Vita Vey and Adamican Sue and everything like that. But also, Tampa's got the advantage on the offensive line. I don't think Tom Brady's got sacked this year, this entire year. I have not seen him on the ground. Their offensive line protects him incredibly. So Philly needs to develop some sort of pass rush. And if they're going to blitz, Brady's going to beat them and eat them and rip them apart. That's what's going to happen. So they're going to have to find a way, Philly, to control the ball offensively by running, but not just running. They have got to pass the ball. Tampa Bay's 21st ranked de- um, passing defense. You got to take advantage of that. All right, you got Slayton out there. I know um, Slayton, uh, Smith, excuse me, Devonta Smith, uh, Jalen Rager. Okay, not the greatest guys in the world, but Dallas Goddard, you can get it done. Will they get it done? I don't know because, Nikki, you you guys know, Brady don't like the Eagles, man. All right, they beat him in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and he's going to get some flashbacks going on, all right? When, when they were playing that uh, golf with him and Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, Somebody said to him, oh, we don't like that color. I think it was Falcons red. He goes, no, it's the Eagles green that scares me. I remember him saying that. <laughs> so if this man has PTSD or some shit like that on the field, they're fucked. But I am picking Tampa Bay to win in a close game, 28-22, Damian. Okay. Now, I love your reasoning, the way you broke it down in the article. But I do have to disagree. I'm going with the upset. The oh, Philadelphia wow. Eagles oh. will defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, wow. you heard it here first. Philadelphia has See, a different have- type of run game, right? Yeah. And their run game is built to run against anybody, right? Tampa Bay has had a great rush defense, not so much lately. And I think that's part of the reason why this Philadelphia team, who is great at running the ball because of Hurts, Sanders, and, and company, will be able to run on them and will lead to big passes against that depleted secondary and Tom Brady, as great as he is, needs weapons at this point of his career. No Godwin, no Brown. You depend a lot on an old, you know, just hard-walking grunk to, to get you a lot, especially if we're going to double-cover Mike Evans. So I think that the Philadelphia Eagles pull off the upset 21-20. Man, Nick, Nicky, wow. Look, I, I was with him, and I want to acknowledge everybody real quick that, uh, you know, Mike Patton thinks the Bills are going to destroy him. Dawson Knox is going to be good. Thank you, Nithin, uh, for the uh, for the article. And he's got the Bucks winning this one 100-4. to four. And you say the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> um, I love that right there. Uh, Nikki, I got to kick it to you because you know I'm on the Bucks over here. But I am not – I swear to God, I'm saying it right now. I will not be shocked if Philly wins this game for the reasons I said. But I do believe that Tom Brady – We'll take advantage of that secondary. 
he'll even throw for 300 yards throwing to guys like Tyler Johnson. You still got Gronk and Evans out there. Rashad Perryman can make plays. I know Ronald Jones is going to be out for this game, but they have enough weapons to beat them. And defensively, Jalen Hurts, when they met in their first matchup, Nicky, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go so long. He threw for like 115 yards with a touchdown and interception. Now, that was back in week six. They're a better team, but I don't see them being able to do it. Damian, I hear you, but Nikki, I don't know. What do you think? Um, yeah, no, I think that Tampa Bay will get their run game going. I think it doesn't matter who they use because that person's just going to go off for a career day. Um, I can't okay. trust the Eagles secondary actually, like at all. Um, I think that we're looking at like two touchdowns for Gronk. Uh, yeah, they'll probably play him close. You know, I think if anyone's going to beat Tom Brady, it is an NFC East team. I know he's going to have those flashbacks. I think we're going to get to a point in the game though, where they're going to start pulling away, pulling away and the Eagles just can't catch up. Listen, Jalen Rager, just, he like drops balls for a living. Like their receivers <laughs> cannot be trusted like in a, you know, in season game, let alone postseason. So Trust factor, yeah. Plus, Tampa Bay is my Super Bowl pick, so I'm going Tampa Bay 31, yeah. Philly 21. I guess you kind of have to, right? You don't have a choice on that one. <laughs> I'm not picking the Eagles again. I told them crow bites, and I said I wasn't picking them again. Well, yeah, their run game is impressive, D. Um, yeah, you go Lone Ranger on that one. God bless you, man. That's that's a toughie right there. All right, the next one, I actually wrote the article for this one as well. Um, the 49ers versus the Cowboys, since first time since 1994. You know, if you're old like me, you remember these guys playing in the playoffs every year in four straight years when they faced off in the NFC Championship. The winner of that game won the Super Bowl. They're not these teams now, obviously. But when I look at it, and I'm, I'm going to try not to ramble, I promise. Here's the thing that scares me if I'm a 49ers fan, which I am. Die hard all the way. Freaking 49ers. No, we, could, we couldn't tell. We couldn't tell. The whole yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. No idea. Go. Appreciate you guys. So here's the deal. If, 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 if the 49ers secondary has a, has a really, really good day, Jimmy Ward, um, Chikarski Tart, those guys out there, what Williams, we need them to play big time ball because C.D. Lehman and Amari Cooper scare the shit out of me in this game. I'm not worried about Zeke. I'm not worried about Tony Pollard if he's even playing. They're not going to run the ball in the 49ers. They can pass. And Dak Prescott is an excellent quarterback, in my opinion. That scares me. Here's the deal. Just like the Raiders I was talking about before, the 49ers can get home with four guys. They don't need to blitz. As a matter of fact, D'Amico Ryans doesn't even have a fucking blitz in his playbook, okay? He'll just say, you know what, go after him, like once every, like, 35 plays or something. They don't have to do it. So they're going to be able to drop back seven. They can give a whole bunch of different looks to Dak Prescott, get tight on coverage with C.D. Lamb, double him over the top. That's the way you do it. And for the 49ers offensively, Nikki, mm-hmm. run Run, 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 play action to Kittle, give it to Debo, let's score a touchdown. That's all we need to do. Put the ball in the playmaker's hands like Debo. We need Elijah Mitchell healthy, but it seems like even if we put James Hasty even back there, we're going to run the ball. You know, Kyle, you should take a fullback. I mean, not many teams have that. Game is won and lost at the line of scrimmage. Tyron Smith is not going to be healthy in this game, but he's probably going to play. I like the 49ers to dominate the line of scrimmage and ultimately get this win. Very close game. Both teams will score. I got a 29-26, Nikki. 49ers. I can't. 
can't wait for this game. This is the best game of the weekend. This is some old school shit right here. And we haven't had that in quite some time. Um, it's probably the toughest one to pick too. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Jay. I'm with you. I do think the 49ers pulled this out. Not by much. I think it's based on run game. And I just think, I know Dallas does have a good defense. You've got to watch out for Micah Parsons, but I just think the 49ers are going to create like one or two extra turnovers. And that's going to be the difference in this game. I have 49ers, 28, Dallas, 26, getting bounce in the first round. Like they always do. Yeah. Uh, we are very similar to scores, 28, 26, 29, 26. And yeah. before we get to you, Nithin's predicting 34, 21 Cowboys. So he has no idea what he's talking about, obviously. <laughs> um, so neither does Kelly, apparently. The 49ers are going to lose. I don't know what's going on over here. But Sorry, Mike, so you like, and I know what we're talking yeah, about. We're, we're, we're in sync over here. We'll we're all say. good. We're all good. We're all good. I think I know where D is going, but he's going to have his moment over here. And um, – yeah, Mike's saying, um, and again, you have to be the more physical team. If the 49ers are the more physical team, which I believe that they are, they win the game along with the running, good defense. Don't give up big passing yards. That's what I'm afraid of, Damian. So let me hear what you got. How about that gold rush? Oh, oh, yes. No, don't do it. You had to go. I am completing the trifecta. I'm picking the 49ers as well. Heard a very interesting stat today. The Dallas Cowboys give up 6.1 yards per carry when the opposing offense motions before running the ball. Who does mm-hmm. that the most in the NFL? The San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a key where they confuse their defense with motion, have those big-time runs and the different ways that they do it. So I got in Dallas's run defense, even in normal run situations, isn't the best. So I think the 49ers are going to be the more physical team, but it is a good game. I'm going to San Fran 24 to 20. Yes, yes. I love it. Trifecta on the Niners, which means that will come true because when we trifecta, we usually have that. Yeah, Micah Parsons will sack Jimmy 40 times. Okay, 40. That's good. He'll break the record in one game. That's amazing. <laughs> Speaking of the record, uh, I, real, real quickly, um, TJ Watt tied Michael Strahan, but it brought me back real quick, guys, to – Nikki, I am picking on the Giants, and I love Michael Strahan. That was Brett Favre told him, I am going to roll right, you're going to sack me, and you're going to get the record. That's exactly what happened. Now, TJ Watt tied the record, but with an extra game. That bothers me. What do you think, D? Yeah, it's something I don't like that records are going to be changed because of this extra game. I hate it. And with TJ Watt, he did miss some games, but. At the same time, he wouldn't have had the chance to play this last game in a normal year and get mm-hmm. to 22 and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a great mark. For me personally, though, looking at like the best sack seasons, Reggie White once had 21 sacks and played 12 games. Stop it. That. Like that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's probably the best sack season. But Michael Strahan and T.J. Watt could share the record. And T.J. Watt's an absolute monster. Let's not – I don't want to lose that. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. an absolute monster, a beast. His timing. It looks like – I swear when I watch, I think he has a false start every time. I but hope. It's, it's literally right as the ball's being snapped. Yeah. Or he does it so close that the referee can't call it, which is a great skill to have. So shout out to T.J. Watt. But I think that we should acknowledge Reggie White. I believe it was 1987. 21 – sacks and played 12 games craziness from philly 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagles at the time, that defense was nasty, man. They had a whole bunch of players on that team, including Mike Golick. Good job, buddy. Way to, way to man, fit I it. miss that. I miss Mike and Mike. I miss. I do miss Mike Golick, actually. I, I, I really enjoyed listening to him. I thought he was – and, again, he played the game. He was able to break everything down. When you're an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, you really know the game as well as anything because, again, that's where it goes. But, um, yeah. That's another story altogether. So, all right, we're all on the 49ers. Now we got Steelers Chiefs. And, Nikki, you took this one, right? I did. Yes, yep, I did. Yep. So we got a rematch from, what, week 16? We have a rematch from week 16 when it was 36 to 10. Uh, yeah, Chiefs didn't even have Travis Kelsey. Why is this the Sunday night game? Listen, I know. I know there's all this freaking fanfare and Ben Roethlisberger and is it the last one? I don't give a shit if it's the last <laughs> one, the 50th one. He doesn't even know if it's the last one. Just like make your announcement. And I will say, I said this in my article, listen, I know when you rally around a player, a coach, something to be said for that. I know they're going to fight like hell to try and get Big Ben this win and go on some miracle run. But, like, let's not be delusional, okay? The friggin' cheat. How are you stopping Mahomes and Hill and Kelly? Like, they can't. They cannot do it. It is impossible. Now, I know you should not underestimate the underdogs because we we have seen, right, that sometimes the improbable does happen. However, I just do not see this at all whatsoever, Kansas City 35, Pittsburgh 20. Maybe Ben Roethlisberger can have his press conference and finally announce his retirement for good. <laughs> the hell up. Yeah, you've been frustrated with this. Oh, yeah. It's really just bothered you this whole thing. It's bothering me because why can't you just say it? What are you holding out for? Let him play. He loves to play football. Let the man finish at his career. Oh, you know why you hate him? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell no, you something no. right now. You no. hate him because he's better than Eli Manning. And no, I don't. Right no, right. I don't hate him. If this could be any quarterback, I get frustrated with Aaron Rodgers too. Well, I think I'm leaving Green Bay. Good, then go. Pack your bags and go. Like, And Ben Roethlisberger does this every time the Steelers like lose a game. He's like, oh, maybe I'll just retire. Good, go. Retire. Like, go. Because it's a storyline carrying on. It doesn't need to. If you want to retire, retire. If you say, like, I I think I want one more year, then say you want one more year. I just don't like the back and forth and the storyline. It's dragging out. It's dramatic. I hate it. Hater. No, not a hater. I respect the talent. I just think that it's ridiculous to drag out a retirement storyline. You're, like, 42 years old. Like, (laughs) Tom Brady's been dragging out his retirement for like. Tom Brady looks good. You think that Roethlisberger looks like he's still got like a year in the tank and barely get through the game? (laughs) It's so funny. funny. Like we have our things that irk us the most. Obviously, with Jason is Brandon Staley. Yes. (laughs) With with Nikki is definitely Ben Roethlisberger and this whole half retirement thing and people doing the whole fair and fanfare of him leaving when he hasn't announced it. Uh, With me, it was Matt Patricia. so yeah we all have our things that irk us uh but but it's game yeah it's kansas city there's no need i know we're not doing locks in the playoffs but clank clank yeah yeah kansas city's gonna win this one pretty easily i'm going 35 to 16 
Yeah, I don't have much to say. I'll, I'll go to the uh, go to the crowd over here. You know, Kelly's uh, just talking about that extra game that we're gonna have to put an asterisk on stuff. Yeah, we yeah. may have to do that. Like baseball loves doing that. Um, what's Mikey saying? We're all gonna be invited to Ben Roethlisberger's retirement party in Kansas City as Kansas City beats the hell out of him, and his press conference will be held in a bathroom. Apparently, <laughs> Mikey's saying so. That should be interesting. Oh man, whatever he's doing, you know what? I can't. First of all, I just can't. I believe the freaking Steelers are actually in the playoffs, but. They're, they're one and done, there's no doubt. But at least he gets to go out on a semi-high note, if you want to say that. But there's really no more extra need for breakdown. Nikki, you did a fabulous job. Damien, you know what you're talking about. I'm with you guys all the way. Kansas City is going to thump him again. Like Again, it may take a couple of minutes or whatever to get it together because Kansas City got out to a real fast start. And Pittsburgh made a couple of mistakes. If, even if Pittsburgh doesn't make any mistakes, I think Kansas City still wins the game. So uh, I got the Chiefs big in this one, 34-17. So we are trifectoring the hell out of that thing. Before we uh, move on, I don't know if you saw this, Nikki. One of our subscribers on the website left a comment on your article. I saw it. Stretch. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, Stretch is awesome. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Disagree that Eli is a Hall of Famer. That's okay. That's the hill I will die on. You walk down the street, every other person is going to say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That's how it is. Wait till he gets in the Hall of Fame. You guys, I'm going to have, Jay, I'm going to have a box of goodness delivered to me, too. Oh, I'm God. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have all of it. Here's person covering as a 33 podcast. I'm going in yeah. person. Yeah, no, well, I'm, I bet no you will. I'll be there. Somehow you'll be in the front row. Like, you'll have his kids on your lap or something like that. It'll be ridiculous. I'm going to be there. But I can oh, picture maybe. Eli Manning's Eli Manning's fucking Hall of Fame speech. Hi, <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate this. The jacket is very, very pretty. Okay, I'm gonna hand it back over to my brother Peyton, who does all the talking, and it's the whole freaking show. <laughs> he and no, but your entertainment is Eli. Yeah, he's very entertaining. Yeah, if you like staring yeah, at you like you are just the hater, and you just sit there and fester in your haterade, and that's fine. But I will be there on Hall of Fame Day, and I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna cook you guys some crow and serve it up <laughs> to you. I don't cook, but I'll learn a special crow recipe for you guys. This is what's gonna happen. Eli's okay. gonna get in on like his fourth ballot. Uh-huh. It'll be Drew Brees's first, uh-huh. and we'll go together. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> I could dig it. I could dig it. Yeah, Eli's going to get in because of the damn Super Bowls, but whatever. We, are, Nikki, we're not going to punish you too much today. You know, you, you've had enough. I mean, all those it. damn Super Bowls. I mean, they're meaningless. They mean nothing. <laughs> oh, I mean anything. Where's that gift I got you? Where's that gift? See, still, I got you right here. This is championship uh-huh. 2011. All the teams they beat. Oh, look at that. The Niners beat them that year. Wasn't that wonderful? 27 to 20. All the games listed on there. <laughs> Spike the hell out of that damn thing. All right. We're all on Kansas City. Now to the last game in this freaking game. Interesting. Monday night. They just want to keep me the hell up. I don't know why. But Damien, lucky for you, it'll be at like nice. 230. The guy, Kimmy, it's going to be. And game's going to be at 12 o'clock. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm watching it, obviously. And I think the Cardinals-Rams is going to be a really, really good one, Damien. Take it away, man. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good game. You got two teams, again, that know each other very well. And it's two teams that have question marks swirling around their heads going into the playoffs, right? Like, you're looking at the Cardinals, who have lost four out of the last five games. Their offense is totally not the same without DeAndre Hopkins. 
looking at the Rams, whose defense, like I said, got punked against the 49ers and have seemed to have the ability to get punked if a team is willing to run the ball down their throat. Mm-hmm. You got Matthew Stafford, who threw eight interceptions in the month or the month of December slash January, these last few games. So you can't trust anybody in this one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. I do have a smidge more trust for the Rams than I have for the Cardinals because the Cardinals have Kingsbury. He's my new Patricia. I don't, like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can coach at all. Doesn't make good decisions. He's not as bad as uh, Staley, but he doesn't make good decisions either when it comes down to red zone situations and going forward and things of that nature. And if he doesn't have all his horses, that's when he gets exposed. And right now he doesn't have mm-hmm. all his horses. He doesn't mm-hmm. coach the team up in that way. So without all his horses, Kyler Murray not having that advantage of knowing he can just throw it up to Hopkins when he gets in trouble. I got to go with the Rams to win this one. I think their running attack will go down and they will do the reverse of what the 49ers did to them in week 18, doing it to the Cardinals because the Cardinals run defense has been horrible the last few games, yeah. giving up 117 point, sorry, 17 yards, excuse me, per game through the running attack. Over the last five games, that continues. Rams win this game 28 to 24. Yeah. It, all right. 28 24 for the Rams. And I, I really enjoy, and honestly, <clears throat> I really like this article too because I've been back and forth on this game a whole lot, a whole lot. And my patent saying James Conner is hurt. That's why they won the first time against the Rams. Not going to happen this time. Yeah. Conner and Edmonds are both a little bit banged up. Um, of course, they don't have, like you mentioned, one of the best wide receivers in the game, DeAndre Hopkins. But they do have Christian Kirk. They got A.J. Green, who catches one ball for fifty for like 50 yards every game. But Zach Ertz can do some damage. The Here's what I like. <clears throat> Excuse me. As far as an Arizona fan, if, if you know, if you are living for all the Cardinal fan out there, you can definitely run on this football team. You can run against this defense. And they got two backs that can do it. All right. Not to mention that Kyler Murray can run his five foot ten ass off all over the freaking place. When that guy escapes the pocket, people panic because he can throw. The, he's let me tell you something. He's dead accurate with the ball. I mean, yeah. this guy has got pinpoint accuracy. All right. And he throws it hard and he does a great job. Now, here's why I have a problem with the Rams. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going with the Cardinals. Ooh. Matt Stafford will continue to make mistakes. He will. Voodoo Baker will return a touchdown in this game, okay? They're going to make mistakes on offense. They're going to do something with Cooper. He's a re- I'm not saying he's the only guy you got to worry about, but they will double him up. There's no question. They need to know where he is every single play, and they need to know what to do with him every time he lines up wherever he's freaking lining up, all right? so And my next thing I was going to say, yep, one thing to look for as well is Chandler Jones – Getting past that offensive line and sacking Matthew Stafford. We saw the 49ers do it. I think the Cardinals pull this one off and win the rubber match, Nikki and Damian. Mm. Okay. So pull it an upset if you want, but um I think yeah. they I think that Kyla Murray is gonna ball out in this game and Stafford is going to typically throw a couple of interceptions. That's gonna kill him. That's what I think. No, I can totally see it going that way. I'm not, like I said, I don't trust either team as far as I can throw them right now. Yeah. Uh, they haven't given me much reason to do so. But like I said, I have more trust in McVeigh over Kingsbury. That's and fair. You know, I have to go with, like with that as my edge towards the Rams. Who you got, Nikki? 
Uh, I do have the Rams for what it's worth. I do think both teams have been up and down, right? Kyler Murray can have a game where he's throwing like five touchdowns and then, you know, nothing. And, or this Arizona defense shows up and they're playing amazing. And then they forget that there's a football game going on the next day. So I know the Rams defense, yeah, they've had their bad weeks too. And so, you know, I know everybody's saying Matt Stafford, you know, on his way down, but that's what he does. That's what I've come to expect from Matt Stafford. He probably will throw a couple interceptions, but I do think they're going to be able to bounce back. I am giving the uh, edge to the Rams, Rams 34, Arizona 31. All right, so you're both in the Rams. I'm Lone Rangering, Arizona 28-25. I have the score. I definitely think it's going to be a good game. Um, Kelly says the Rams' backfield is broken to pieces. Um, that's why they went. <laughs> Did you guys hear that they signed Eric Weddle today? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mike's saying he's like 185 years old. I love that. It's funny. But yeah, I saw that across the scoreboard. I'm like, I'm like, that dude's been retired for like two, three years right now. And he did play with the Rams for a bit. And he was an excellent player when he was with Baltimore. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do now. I don't really understand the point of it. I mean, I, he can't be in that type of shape. But yeah, I don't know. I um, Again, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams won this game. But I think Kyle Lamar is going to be that special. And they're going to be able to run the ball. And really kind of control the game that way. So, all right, I'll go Arizona. I'm alone on that one, Lone Ranger action. But those are the super wild card weekend first picks that we got through. And next week, of course, is going to be a whole other story. So not all of us are going to get them all right. I think, um, yeah, we all have different stuff going on. But you know what the beautiful thing is? Before we get to free fantasy draft, all of our Super Bowl predictions are intact. Nikki, you had Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Damien, you got 49ers Buffalo, and I got Tennessee Green Bay. And it's even greater. That makes it even better that we don't have any of the same teams. That's what makes it even better. Our collective brains freaking rock the NFL, baby. Yeah, we did. We nailed it. We nailed this shit like a freaking hammer, like like Danielson. (laughs) Back that shit. Love it. Love it. Like who? Danielson, don't do Nikki. Don't tell me you didn't see Karate Kid. If you didn't see Karate Kid, we're finished. Never saw it. I'm out. (laughs) Yes, Karate Kid is a classic. Uh, Jay does have the right to walk off on that one. Okay, it's a classic. Even if you don't watch, like, watch the new series, The Cobra Kai, on Netflix, and you'll like get introduced to that whole world, and you know, be able to do that. You watch Cobra Kai, Jay? I'm addicted to it. Of course I watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. I freaking love it. Nikki, Karate Kid is an American classic. What the hell happened? <laughs> no, Dirty on? Dancing is an American classic. Great. Dirty but who the hell gives a shit? We're talking about walk Karate off. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's walking on my He's <laughs> <Peace> out now. <laughs> Dirty right, Dancing. We need another female on the show. Like, <laughs> what? What? What I've come to. Uh, because you enough estrogen in the show already as it is. So let's leave that alone. <laughs> you, you unbelievable. Please watch the original Karate Kid. Please. Oh, my gosh. You know, I can't. I got to watch Real Housewives of Miami. I got to catch up on OC. It's so important. First sight. It is so important. Yeah, it's so important. What other rich people weirdos are doing. That's so important what's happening with their lives. 1984 it's Karate so Kid. Because you saw my Vanderpump Rules. Tweet now is at 501. I think that classifies as viral now. The tweet has gone viral. Yes, it's very important. <laughs> I'm not going to get that tweeting about Karate Kid. 
Well, fine. You you may Cobra be going Kai, viral. You might get that tweeting by Cobra. I Kai. might. Mm-hmm. You're right. I might. Yeah, you might be going viral, but I'm telling you, your style is spiraling right now. With not no, <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen Karate Kid. I, this is something that I'm going to lose sleep over. The all season's coming. We're going to have movie <laughs> reviews. Yes. On <laughs> the Third Three podcast of movies that Nikki has to watch. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. If we put it oh. on the show, we force you to have to watch it. So now you're going to have to watch these movies. <laughs> Look, mom's getting in here. She's loving it. And she, she probably, she's like feeling, I think your mother is feeling bad for you right now that you're getting picked up. So <laughs> not watching. This. No, listen, I can take it. Come on. Poof, my goodness. <laughs> Karate Kid. That, that blew me away. All right. But I can't even name movies on the show anymore. It's just every time we do, Nikki, you give me a half of a heart attack. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I know. Oh. All right. You want to get friggy? Let's get friggy. Freaky fantasy oh football. Draft. I forgot we were doing this. I didn't. Oh, even... we're doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, what's we're, the we're... rules now? Well, what's the rules now? now? Good question. Nikki, you get to make the rules because you won. All right. That's what happened. Yep. 80 points this week. 80.2 to be exact. Uh, I, I came in second. I had 68.2. And Damien, you were right there with me. 61.3. So, Nikki, usually the winner goes first. You are that, but you can go first, second, third, fourth, whatever the hell you want. It's your rules now. You pick it. Okay, well, then I'll go first, and I will take Patrick Mahomes. Of course you will. That's not fair. I think we need to change the rules. Shit. All right, I came in second. (laughs) I came in second, so uh, I get the next pick, and I'm going to go with... Wow, I'm actually kind of stuck over here, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's um, a little sticky after that. After Mahomes, it's sticky. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have to get quarterback yet, um, but I will take Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I got to take that guy. He's the second most yards in history of the NFL. He's, he's going to do something. I think I got Arizona winning, but mm-hmm. Cup is ridiculous. Holy shit. All right, D, you get two picks, man. So I'm going to stick with the wide receiver theme. Give me Tyreek Hill. I think he has a, a huge game in this one. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be shocked by that. Yeah. And then I'm going to go quarterback. Give me Joe Burrow. I think he has a monster game against the Raiders. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Yeah, the quarterback is, you know, I, I, there's a couple of guys that I want to pick, but then I'm like, they could have bad games. Um, You know, I got to tell you, it, I think Derek Carr is going to put up some numbers. I know it sounds strange, and there's other guys to pick out there. Yeah, I'm going to go with Derek Carr, actually. So I'm going to go against uh, Joe Burrow over there and take Derek Carr. I think that they're going to throw the ball a lot. And, uh, again, I don't have them winning, but 300 yards, a couple of touchdowns, I'll take it. So, all right, that's my second pick. Nikki, you get two. You already got the best guy in the game. What else do you want? Nothing. I'm going to go Mahomes versus all you guys now. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. In this game, especially. Uh, I'm going to get Jamar Chase. Okay. All right. Bengals action going on around here. It's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that pick. Can you get another one, too? I get another one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Gronk. I'm going to back up my oh. 2TD prediction. Oh, boy. You got a good team going, Nikki. Damn. <laughs> And even Mike is upset with you right now for not seeing Karate Kid. Like, what the hell? I'm hell's sorry. <laughs> I don't like karate. Uh, oh, you're, who cares? Karate. <laughs> me. 
There's so much more going on. Mr. Miyagi is a clay. I mean, he's legendary, for goodness sake. The right, man I've lives heard, long. I've heard of Mr. Miyagi. You just didn't know what it what it was. What it was. Oh, so when someone said wax on, wax off, you had no idea what they were talking about? I right? thought that was the scene from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I can't believe it's happening to the show. <laughs> what is happening here? I keep disconnecting my freaking headphones also. Um, oh, my uh, God. You thought it was the scene when, like, the rat was teaching the turtles how to yeah. do karate? Oh, that's not, <laughs> that's not, yeah. Oh my god, sand the floor, paint the fence, freaking paint the house. That's how you win. That's how you beat Johnny in the finals, man. And maybe one day you'll actually get to see it. My god, the last dragon is he talking about with Leroy? Uh, my yeah. Dad, yeah, remember the last dragon? He would do all this yeah. sort of stuff, right? Right, remember when they busted into yeah. their into their shop and obviously he went buck wild and started glowing like gold and everything. Crazy, stupid movie that was, man. but entertaining at least. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. So we got off track as we usually do. I guess I'm buying time over here to pick somebody. Um, I got my quarterback, got my wide receiver, Nikki stealing everything else as usual because she's a thief in the night. And I will go with, um, you know what? Screw it. I picked him last week and he did great for me. I expect him to have a good game also. I know that he's a little banged up, but I'll take Josh Jacobs. Ooh. Yeah, I think he'll – man, I'm going – shit, I feel like I should have picked the Raiders. God, what's wrong with me? Okay. All right, D, you got you got two picks in a row, man. I do. So I'm going to go ahead and steal your tight end. Give me George Kittle. Oh. Oh, good pick. Good pick. That's a good one. And also give me the Chiefs defense. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Okay, so you got Burrow, Hill, Kittle in the Chiefs defense so far. Nikki, you got Mahomes, Chase, and Gronk. Mm -hmm. I got Carr, Jacobs, and Cup. I got to do something over here. Um, I'm gonna. I, I got to take Travis Kelsey. I mean, that's the end of that story. So I'll take Kelsey. That'll be my pick. So I got everything but defense, which I will pick after Nikki closes it out with a running back and defense. Let me get your guy, Elijah Mitchell. And very, very good. Need a defense, huh? Yeah, there's some of them out there. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. They may take the Rams defense already. Nope. You want them, you got them. Yeah. Okay. Will they be able to stop Mario from getting to his mushroom? <laughs> yeah, that was such a good. Oh, that was so well done, D. I, I love that. That was my favorite part of the article by far. No question. Thank that you. was great. <laughs> so, Nikki, you are taking the Rams defense then? Yes. Okay. Um, I got one more pick, and then Damien will close it out with his running back. I got to get a defense. Uh, I expect Jalen Hurts to make some mistakes, and I can see a few sacks going on. So, I'm going to take the Bucks defense. All right, Damien. Burrow, Hill, Kittle, Chiefs. Need a running back. Who you got? Give me Sonny Michelle. Okay. Not a bad pick at all. Yep. They should run the ball. They should. That's the thing in this game. I know we're doing freaky fantasy. We just close it out. We'll go over the teams. But that's another thing with the Rams. They need to stay more committed to that run game in this, in this one and not just let Stafford throw the ball 50 yards down the field every mm -hmm. seven, eight plays, you know? Yeah. That's how they'll win. 
If they do that, they'll win. For sure. No, I think especially not having a two-headed monster at running back, I think yeah. they should definitely run the ball a lot. Stafford, he's still good enough to make those plays that you need. Like the plays where Carson Wentz couldn't make those plays, Stafford right. can make those. So no I think if you have a strong running attack, let Stafford make those plays, they'll win this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. Let's hear from the crowd real quick. Um, Oh, yeah, the, the rat, Mr. Splinter, talking about Ninja Turtles over there. A little, oh, Mike Jonah, right? There you go. I love it. <laughs> and saying that Sony Michelle is going to be the original PlayStation version of himself, and that ain't good. Okay, okay. Hey, look, he has been running the ball pretty damn good lately. He was on my fantasy team and one of the only guys that was helping me in the playoffs where I lost. But <laughs> these games are great. So we only disagree on a couple of them. I'm doing the Lone Ranger on Arizona. D, you're the only one taking Philly. And, Nikki, did you go out of the box too much? Nope. No, I think you got the home teams, right? You picked the home, except for the 49ers. You picked the Niners, too, which they're all, Dallas is only favored by three points. So what does that tell you, right, D? Yeah, that's the yeah. normal. We know it's even, but they're at home. Yeah. <laughs> I, the biggest line is what, Kansas City, 12 and a half points? 12 and a half. They cover, right? I, they're going to cover. I think they cover. Yeah, I think so. I think they cover. Um, the Bucks are favored eight and a half. I don't think that the Bucks cover though. I think I'm Philly can stay. You know, I'm taking that Philly. I'm betting on Philly. Yeah, on you're on Philly exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're on Philly. You think Tom Brady can win by more than nine points, Nikki? Uh, yeah, I do. I have him winning by ten. You do? Okay, I didn't write down the score actually. All right, all right. This is interesting. I don't know. In that Raiders game. What do you think about that whole deal with Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe, and that bad offensive line? That could really factor into that game. It really can. That's what worries me if I'm a Bengal fan right now. And that's where drafting yeah. John Slater may have come in, but they got Jamar Chase. Yeah, no, I don't think they're going to regret that. Jamar Chase looks like he's pretty special. Yeah. But as far as the offensive line, yeah, if the Raiders' two elite rushers take this game over to a point where Joe Burrow you know, has a Sam Darnold syndrome, where you see, then it really will affect the game. Uh, but Burrow is very tough. You know, he's somebody who's very strong-minded. Comes back the next play, forgets whatever happened in the previous play. So I think that because of that, they'll be able to get the victory. But that is something you definitely should keep your eye on for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Let's let's close it out with this, guys. Worst game and your favorite game. I'll go first. The game that. I mean, of course, I'm going to watch every game, every minute of it until Kansas City completely blows out the Chiefs. Uh, the, uh, Kansas City completely blows out the Steelers. That's the game I'm least interested in because I would probably bet my fucking house that Kansas City is going to win, Damian. So I'm not really, like, into that game as much. Yeah, I'm right there with you. That game is the worst game. Like Nikki said in the article, why is it on Sunday night? That's supposed to be, like, yeah. <laughs> the primary time. You would think yeah. 49ers Dallas would have been uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunday night. So, yeah, it's a little weird the time they set up. But I heard some people say they wanted Romo to call the Cowboys game. So maybe that's why he got that slot. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So we'll see, man. But yeah, I'm with you on that one. That's the worst game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, Kelly's making a good point. Waller was, we didn't even speak about Waller, who just came back. And the Bengals give up a lot to the tight ends. Yeah. Watch out for the Raiders, man. I don't know. Nikki, would you, I think you would agree. But what about you? What's the game you're looking forward to most? Um, aside from San Francisco Dallas, because I think everybody is, it's just an yeah. old school game. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to 
Raiders, uh, Bengals. I said that, you know, that's usually the time slot that for the game that nobody wants to watch. But honestly, like, I don't know, you should have shoved the Kansas City game in that slot. I think it's going to be a little more entertaining than people think. I think they match up well in some spots. I think there's enough that it's going to be challenging for both teams. I think it's going to be entertaining. So I, yeah, I'm looking forward to Bengals Raiders. I think it's going to be better than people think. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like I said, I think the Bengals pull away at the end somehow, maybe a defensive play, but I wouldn't be shocked if, if the Raiders win, man. I mean, damn. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah, that's the first game coming out of, coming out of the gate over there. I think the game that, other than my 49ers, of course, which I'm so excited to see. I can't wait. But I'm, I'm interested in that other division. Maybe because it's the NFC West, the Cardinals-Rams. I think that game – I think that could be a really great game. I really do. So that I'm really looking forward to that one. And that one's on Monday night, I think. Monday night yeah, game. Yeah, Monday night matchup. Right, Monday night matchup. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that one. How do you feel about having a game on Monday night when you know the next round games are going to be just on Saturday and Sunday? That – thank you. I, I, I'm with you on that one. Like, yeah. I, I totally, I totally agree that that's unfair, and they're going to have to make that change where whoever plays that Monday night game, they're going to have to play the late game Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. have to. You know, it's the only way yeah. to do it. That's that's a good point, man. That really is, man. I hope they change it back to, to 17 weeks, you know, 16 games. I really, that's never going to happen. It's all a money grab. But what the hell are you going to do? Anyway, Kelly, yeah, thanks. What you say, Dean? <laughs> So, yeah, the last week, having that 17-game made it feel so much longer this season. Oh, my God. <laughs> Players were just like, whatever, screw it. The Eagles didn't even bother showing up. I mean, whatever. All right, so Kayla's saying Cowboys are going to give what they need to give. With them boys, I'm sorry, you're out. Uh, the Raiders, Kelly, all right. But we're t- talking big about the Raiders. They got a shot. They definitely do. I think if you want to call anything an upset, how much are they favored by five? Can't uh, Cincinnati, five and a half? I think so. I think it is. I'm not, I'm not, we don't have to look it up right this second because we're about to end the show. But, um, damn, I'm looking forward to all these games. I can't wait to watch except for Kansas City Steelers. I'll, I'll watch the first quarter when they're up 21 nothing, and then I'll just go get something to eat and watch another <laughs> game later. That's it. But, man, I had fun. This is great. So all those Super Bowl teams are still intact. We're picking them. We're doing a great job. You guys should be listening to us because we'll be making you guys some money out there. All right? All right. Listening to us and reading us. And, that's, and that's watching right. us. And, and watching us. <laughs> oh, I love it. Bring all the senses into it. <laughs> all of it. Your computer touch us, you know? I mean, I don't know. How that's <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, man. I had a great time. This is an excellent show. I can't wait to watch these freaking games and get back with you guys again next Wednesday. Who knows what the hell is going to happen? Let's see who's got the best record, freaky fantasy draft, all that great stuff. Nikki. What's going on? I know that other than football, you have been going ballistic and people have been attached to your tweets, man. So you're killing it. Yes, because it's reality TV tweets and that's what the people love. So I will give the people what they want. You guys can find me on Twitter at Nikki Nick 9384. Of course, my articles are up on the third and three podcast website. Also, please don't forget about our fundraiser for Eva. If you could donate any little bits, we can help get her to dance nationals, $5, $2, $10, whatever it is pinned to my Twitter page is on our Facebook page. And also happy to announce, which I will talk to my partners 
right after the show. Miss Alex and Eva can give us about 20 minutes next week. So they're going to come on. We're going to do a little dance segment. Maybe you guys dance and we'll judge you. We got a little <laughs> dance off for you guys. I am in. Uh, so yeah, tune in for that. It'll probably be the later half of the show due to the dance schedule, but excited for that. That's fantastic. Dude, great job again. Yeah, guys, we have a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that you're going to see popping out soon. Yeah, get get, get your butt over to thirdandthreepodcast.com. Of course, we have all our shows on there, but there's a lot more. And like we said, we have Wild Card Weekend already covered. The games are out. Each of us did two games. And again, what Nikki, I, I loved the way that you that you put out those articles with the oh, bullet points. You. And it was like you were thinking and talking. It's like, oh, like I'm going to take a pause. Here I go. Let me start again. Like, just really great job. <laughs> really great job. And D, also you, man, it's just like, I Amazing. feel like you don't even need to look at anything. It's like you have the stats. You have like a photograph freaking memory in your head <laughs> now. And, again, you, you put it out there, and everybody's reading it, and why shouldn't they? So you're doing great stuff for 3rd and 3, and you got other stuff going on too, bro. Yes, so you can find me on all social media platforms at the real deal WDA. That's the real deal. W as in whiskey, D as in Delta, A as in Alpha. My podcast, The Real Deal with Damian Adams, will be back very, very soon off of its New Year's break. So go ahead and subscribe now wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go ahead and search The Real Deal with Damian Adams. Put the full thing, like a pimp named Slickback, The Real Deal with Damian Adams. You will find it a lot. There's going to be a lot of content on that podcast as far as boxing and basketball, some football stuff as well. But I save most of my football for my football friends here on 3rd and 3. Yeah. So go ahead and check it out, man. Keep that good content in your life by checking out 33podcast.com as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's going to keep rolling. We ain't going nowhere. And you know who's here? 49, <laughs> baby. Here we go. Holding <laughs> it up loud. We're in the playoffs. And I will be playing quarterback for them. So you see me on the field once Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb falls off, when Michael Parsons like eats it out of his hand or something like that. I don't know what. But I am so freaking excited. 49ers against Cowboys. Bring me back to when I was 12, 13, 14 years old. Completely different teams, obviously, but going to be awesome. I can't wait. You guys can find me on Twitter for the most part at SportsProfit1. That's the number one. That's how it goes down. But other numbers are third and three. Like we told you, third and three podcast is where it's at. Everything is on the website. Check it out. And again, we love the crowd coming in, yes. doing a great job of knowledge with Nikki, putting out their opinions, everything, funny stuff. This was an absolute excellent show, and you guys definitely make it that much better. So we appreciate all that stuff coming through. No question. Love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It makes the show that much better when we have other people's opinions in and we get good laughs out of stuff. So we'll do it again next week, guys. All right. All right. All right, Nikki, do the wave.